0: has it got a tail? Yes, I think it has. Curled around its feet. Then it's a monkey. Oh, is that the difference? Well, a monkey, then. The visiting professor of philology laboured to his feet, swaying slightly. Good night, gentlemen, he said. A highly enjoyable evening. I am most grateful. If someone could be kind enough. I forget where it is, my room... "'I would be so thankful for a guide, or or at least an indication of the direction.' He nearly lost his balance for a moment and put his hand to the mantelpiece to regain it. One of the young fellows sprang up and offered to help. The chaplain got up to shake the professor's hand. The librarian followed his example, and it took at least two minutes to get the old man out of the senior common room and into his overcoat and away. The librarian looked back at the fire. "'Is it worth another log, do you think?' he said, though he plainly thought it would be an intolerable expense. "'Those logs are juniper, I believe,' said Grinstead. "'They are, sir, the last of a large consignment from the college's forest land in Wales, land now sold, I'm very sorry to say.' No one spoke. The librarian sighed almost silently and lifted the smallest log out of the basket and placed it at the edge of the fire. "'Well, I must make sure the professor has found his rooms,' he said. "'Good night, gentlemen.' He left, and a silence fell in the room. "'I too should go,' said the aged chaplain after a pause. "'I think I shall be on my way. "'Good night, Hawley. Good night, sir,' he said to Grinstead. "'Good night, um... He added to the remaining fellow who stood up to shake hands before nodding a good night to Hawley and Grinstead and following the old man out. Hawley went to place the librarian's log more centrally on the fire and added another from the basket before taking the armchair under the standard lamp next to the hearth. Come over this way, he said, damned cold away from the fire. That was typical Bolton's reluctance to burn another log. This college is riddled with parsimony. Do you realize that the phone system is so old that if the porter's not physically present at the actual switchboard, none of us can phone out? Extraordinary, said Grinstead. He came to sit on the sofa opposite, and cast a glance around the dark panelled walls at the five or six portraits of previous principals or benefactors. Not up to much, are they? said Hawley. The Millet drawing of the principal ledger isn't bad, but the rest—he gave a dismissive wave— you were telling me about the bronze monkey, said Grinstead. Monkey, yes. Well, in itself, it wasn't—isn't worth very much. A curiosity, really. You'd need to have peculiar tastes to want the thing sitting there glaring at you with quite so much detestation in its face. Falkendale had a copy of the provenance. It had passed through his hands a year or two before. It certainly seemed immaculate, modelled by Duparc, cast by Barbadienne bought by the Duc de Sèvres, then passed fairly rapidly through a number of hands, exhibited as part of a show of Parisian bronzes in London, acquired by the Metalink Gallery, and so on, all perfectly present and correct. The odd thing was how often it was sold on, and how quickly, as if people couldn't wait to get rid of it. No lack of buyers, though. Why did they buy it, if it was so horrible? Couldn't tell you. Why did you buy it? Ah, you see, I didn't. Now we come to the mystery. It seems that by chance, purely by chance, the bronze and the painting often ended up in the same collections. Someone would buy the painting, and a few months later, the bronze would come up for auction, and they'd buy that, or the other way around, or they'd buy the one and then be given the other as a gift, or win it in a bet or something. Without anyone intending it, the painting and the bronze would find themselves in the same room time and time again. Falkendale was the first to notice it. He told me about it, and I was sceptical, of course, but he had the records. He'd followed it right back, I had to admit. There was something going on. So who bought the monkey last? A man who owed me some money. Bought a Charpentier mezzo tint from me and never paid. Lawyer chased him up, and he offered the monkey instead. In Bonnier's valuation, it was worth a fair bit more than he owed me, so I took it. I had no idea of the connection then. It was only last week when I bought the painting that Falkendale began to open up. You're sure he wasn't making it up? Pretty sure. The business was going on before he was born, before any of us were born. You were going to say something about a letter.